Well, today uh, we're going to cover something a little bit different than what we were on. We'll, we'll hook it back up with that, I believe. But Hebrews 10.23, um, let's go ahead and put that on the screen. We're going to just look at a few scriptures, then we'll turn to some. Hebrews 10.23 said, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Amen. He's faithful. Now, Shelly didn't know what I was preaching on, but that whole everything up until this point has been going in this direction. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 10, 23, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is what? Faithful. He's faithful. He is faithful. 1 Corinthians 1, 9 says, God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. God is faithful. Isaiah 49, 7 says, Kings shall see and arise, princes also shall worship, because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and He has chosen you. So faithful, uh, in the Strong's Concordance, means trustworthy. Means trustworthy when it's in different places. Trustworthy. Faithful, in the Vine's Expository Dictionary, means faithful to be trusted, reliable. Uh, in the Old Testament, the words translated uh, faithful, bringing some of that out, it means to be faithful of long continuance, steadfast, sure, trust, trusty, verified, surely. The uh, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary says firm, in adherence to promises or an observ observation of duty, conscientious. And in the thesaurus, just what faithful implies, it implies an unswerving adherence to a person or thing or to the oath or promise by which a tie was contracted. Faithful means trustworthy, reliable, to be trusted, steadfast, sure, unswerving in inheritance to performing something that has been contracted. God is faithful. He is reliable. He is trustworthy. He is unswerving in doing what He does. His word upholds the universe. If He were to break His word, Everything that's held by His Word would fall apart. It is upheld by His continuance, by His steadfastness, by the fact that He does not change. He does not. This is so much bigger than you and me. Numbers 23.19 says, God is not a man that He should lie, nor a son of a nor a son of a man, that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? You can see that goes right along with faithfulness. God is not a man that he should lie. Men can lie. Men can fail. Men can say they were going to do something, you depended on them, you scheduled people based on them, you scheduled resources, you made an order, you, or, you, you made an advanced purchase on something. 
and somebody didn't come through. I don't have to have a show of hands because I know everybody in this room has experienced some form of this. Hey, I'll pick you up, and they weren't there. Hey, I'll, I'll, this money will be there, and it's not there. Hey, I'll support you, and they weren't there. Hey, it'll be there. I'll call you back. Ever heard that one? It always boggles my mind why somebody in business would tell you they'd call you back and they don't call you back. I understand people get busy, but... I'll call you back and you wait. I'll meet you there and didn't meet you there. Right, right off the bat, that's like, okay, if that's the way it's done, I don't want to do business with you because this will just be the beginning. You'll be jerked around. Well, I, and it just, have you ever had it? Well, I'll do this. And you give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Okay, and you get to that point. Ah, well, not quite. And then they try to push it out. May give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But then you see this is a pattern. It's just the next thing to get you to shut up or get you to get off their back or whatever so that they can go do something else. We don't like that. Men may do that, but God does not do that. God does not do that. God is faithful. He is rock solid. He never, ever has done anything like that. Ever. Not even once. He's never had a bad day. Never had a bad millisecond. <laughs> Nothing. He's never failed. Ever. Now, faithfulness, all these words that we're talking about that relate to faithfulness, uh, you know, if you're applying them to people, you're thinking kind of in generalities. That person's faithful in general. But God is so much more solid underneath that. The Bible said God is not a man that he should lie. Men may be, you know, it's a percentage how much they do this. God, there's no question. There is no time that he fails at all. He's not a son of man that he should repent. That means he doesn't just zigzag and do things. Well, I'll do that. Well, now I'm going to do this. I'll do that. Well, you know, men may do that too. Well, yeah, we're going here. Oh, wait, no, we're going here. and We're going here. You might take a little bit of that, but, you know, after a while, it's like, no. They constantly change in directions. Let me just say this. God doesn't change his mind every day about your life. And some people get the idea that they're hearing, you know, you can hear from God every day, but he doesn't change your ma major direction every day. How annoying would it be? You wouldn't get anywhere, you know, if you changed your general direction. If you're on a cross-country trip, and one day you're going, you know, you're going toward the west, but the next day you're going completely due south for the whole day. You know, when you're driving, if you're going west, you, may, you, of course, are going to go different. You're going to make course corrections, and you're going to go around, and the, the, the road's going to bend this way, and it's going to go up, and you might go over a hill and whatever. But you don't go, like, straight here, and you're going to the West Coast, and then you go south for eight hours. And then, you know what? I think we ought to go back to the East Coast for a little bit. And then, hey, we're going to head north. What are you doing? You're going in circles or square, whatever. Uh, going all over the place. God does not tell you, hey, get going. Go in this direction. And then, whoa, major change. Go over here and get involved in this. And, oh, wait, next week, I think I've heard from the Lord. Here. 
God does not do that. Why does he need to do that? He already knows where you're going from the beginning. Why does he need to jerk you around? If, if you get annoyed with a man doing that, why would God do that? Now, God will tell you things to do that you don't necessarily see everything out in front, but he's not going to do this. He will tell you and speak to you continually, but he is not going like this in major areas. Hey, you go over and get in this area and be involved here. Oh, wait, no, this is the thing I want you to do. And some people are like that and they're unstable because they're not actually following God. Because God is not like this. If he knows where you're going, everything that he's telling you to do is going to be heading in that direction. It may look like this. You may say, why are we going around here? Why are we going around here? But the whole time you're going to your destination. It may even look to you sometime like you're going away from your destination. But it's all perspective. If it's him, it's all building towards something. He is adding to you, putting you towards something, but he's not going to change the major thrust of what you're doing all the time. Be careful if you think you're hearing that. You, you could be listening to your flesh, to world's ideas, to something that's unrenewed in your mind, but it's not necessarily your heart because God is not zigzagging all the time. It says, has he not, or has he said, and will he not do? Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? The answer is, of course he will make it good. If God said it, he will do it. Period. Again, men can say one thing and do another. God does not do that. If he said it, you can bank on it, he will do it. Period. Always. If we do what he said to do. And this is sometimes where we miss it. We think, well, I tried, I did this, but did we meet the condition of what he said? And sometimes we feel like, well, I, you know, I don't want it all on me. And th this is where people have got starting to miss it is because they think, I don't want anything to do with me, so it's all up to God. And then they blame God when things don't go. We have to realize it's not all on God and it's not all on us. Thank God Jesus was sent so that we could believe on him and we could enter in to a contract with God by his blood. We didn't create the contract. We didn't write it. We just enter into it by the blood of Jesus. But you don't change the contents of the contract. And so if something does, if we think God failed, we're wrong. And that might be humbling sometime to realize, and this is not meant to be hard, but we have to do away with the idea that God missed it. Because if we believe that, we're in the dark. The Bible said he does not change, he does not miss it, he does not lie. And what so many times the enemy will come and say, God lied, God failed. That's not ever true. Then he wasn't faithful. And if he wasn't faithful to you, skipping ahead, he, he is not going to break his word for you. This is bigger than you and me. It is arrogance to say, oh, you were faithful to so-and-so, but you weren't to me. We don't understand the magnitude of what we're talking about. God Almighty is over the whole universe. He will never break his word in any person's life. The universe would blow apart. It's so much bigger than you and I. How dare we say, well, you didn't come through for me. What? 
That's a lie. So any thought that ever says that God failed me, you can chalk it up. It is a lie. It might feel like it's true. It might look like it's true. But it is not true. Otherwise, he's not faithful. He's not steadfast. He had an off day. He had an off hour. Poor God, he missed it in your circumstance. That is a lie from the pit of hell, and Satan has duped people, getting them to bite on that, and people then push away from God. Well, you didn't come through for me. I did everything. Did you do everything? We need to be more humble and say, I know God didn't miss it. Now, God, you show me. Now, people have gotten, again, gotten off in the weeds saying, well, I, I can't take any more of it being on me, so it can't be me. We're in the dark then because we're saying it's him and we know it's not him. Then where are we? We're going to go in circles. We're going to say it's him, but it's somewhere. Something missed it. Somebody may missed it. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it wasn't your fault. Maybe somebody else failed. Maybe something didn't come through. Maybe it's, nothing is wrong and it's coming through in a little bit. But regardless, it's not God. He is faithful. And if we will erase that thought from our head that says that God failed me, now we can start to make progress because we'll start looking somewhere else than trying to blame Him when we know He's faithful. We need to settle that. God didn't make a mistake. God didn't fail me. Shut up, Satan. We need to cast down that thought and say, God is faithful. It's not him that failed. Now, Lord, would you please show me if it was me that did something? Or maybe I missed part of the contract. Do you know that's possible? God, did it say, has he not spoken and will he not do? Has he not spoken? Will he not make it good? If we expect men to keep a contract, if it's in the contract, you said you would do it, you need to do this, then how much more God? But if it's not there, or if we're not doing something that's actually part of the contract, and we're railing at God saying, you didn't uphold your end of the bargain, when actually we didn't uphold ours, don't we want to know that? Guys, do you realize we don't all see perfectly? Can I get an amen? amen? Do we not all, we don't see perfectly. Amen. Is it possible that we heard some word, we heard some about the message, and we thought we were believing on it, but we actually didn't have full understanding, so it's not coming the way we thought it should, and instead of saying, God, show me, teach me, we start railing on him and say, he wasn't faithful, he didn't do it, God, why... That's of the devil. You know what he's doing? Distracting you so you don't actually see the part you need to act on. And as soon as you act on that, it's going to work because God's faithful. He will not, do, he will not fail to do what he said he'd gonna, he was going to do. It's a contract. If somebody fails to, do a con, to act on a contract in, uh, you know, with, with us here on the earth, you can take them to court. You can do all kinds of things with God. He just doesn't ever fail. So if we think he failed, he didn't. And something's wrong somewhere else. 
So we're wasting our time to be asking God all the time, well, what happened here? What, I mean, what, what did, why didn't you do this? Or being mad or sulking or going off, pushing away from God. That's all a complete waste of time, but that is what the enemy wants because you can spend decades of your life being mad at God when he never did anything wrong. He is actually more faithful and more merciful than you ever would have expected him to be in your situation. If we could see the way he sees. He was actually there when you thought he wasn't. He was doing everything he could possibly do legally to help you. More than you could ever imagine. But just to think he's going to start breaking laws to make something come to pass the way you think it should when it's not actually in line with the laws of the universe is foolishness. If he does that for you, he's unjust. See, sometimes people are don't understand, you can't just break the rules of the, of the contract because you feel sorry for somebody. Then we're not upholding the, the, the rules of the contract. God's the same way. Well, I know what they're trying to get do, done, so, you know, I'll just do it anyway. Satan can come and say, you're unjust. What are you doing? You can't do that for them. Your word says otherwise. And at that point, all bets are off. God was unfaithful. Forget everything. And he is the accuser. You know what he'll do, though? He'll say, God, Satan will come to you and tell you he's unfaithful to you when he knows full well the exact place in the word where you're missing it because he's helping you to miss it. And he'll say, God's unfaithful. And he'll rail at God. Help you to rail at God. Help you to get mad at God when he knows full well if they only knew it was over here, it would be all over. That'd be like somebody, you know, you're going... Getting on this business case, on this, you know, going to this business and getting in their face. You know, people do this. You, you didn't uphold your part. You didn't uphold our, your part. And they look at this clause and say, no, you're not upholding your part. We're not obligated to do that until you do this. Oh. Oh. We have an enemy and we need to understand this is a tactic that he's used to impugn the character of God. If he can get you at odds with God, then he has you taken care of. Because you don't even think him, Satan, is involved. See, he does this all the time. Get something stirred up, gets people thinking it's God, then walks away and lets the fireworks happen. That'd be like this. I'm sitting next to Joe... And I'm going, you ever seen this in, in school? Hey, how you doing, Joe? What's up? What's up, dude? And then he looks that way and, you know, goes over there and looks that way. And I'm doing this and he's looking around. That's what Satan does all the time. He's like, you know, you're looking that way. Hey, dummy. Yeah, and you're looking, hey, who did this? And he's going, yeah, it was God. And he walks away. And then you're going, what? What's going on? Where, what, why, why didn't God help me? And Satan, he knows exactly. He's the one that messed with you. He's the one that is causing all this stuff. And he's saying, well, God did it. I don't know, it was God. It was God doing it. I don't know what, I mean, God didn't. I, I know what his word says, but he didn't keep it in your case. In your case, I don't know. I mean, why are you even serving him? Why do you even go to church? Why do you even read your Bible? He didn't do it here, did he? Well, did this happen? And he knows full well what happened, and he knows full well you don't see something, yet he will lie to your face and say, God didn't do it, and he knows full well 
God was completely faithful and God never changed and he did everything he was supposed to do. And Satan is the one that is trying to blind you. And he was the one that messed with you to keep you from seeing something. And yet he knows you're ignorant. He knows you can't see clearly. We're all ignorant. The Bible says we see in the King James as through a glass darkly. We don't see perfect. Well, Satan will bold face lie in your, in your face, tell you something that God missed when he knows full well what the truth is. He knows what happened. He knows the truth. And he will lie and said, God missed it when he knows he was actually keeping you from seeing what needed to happen or you didn't see what really happened in a situation. But he is really quick to accuse the Lord and get you to separate from him. Get you separated from your help. Get you mad at the one that could help you. Because he is faithful, and all the time God, God's going, just, just stay with me. Stay with me, if you, son, daughter, if you'll, just do it, if you'll just do this. And he'll do everything he can to get this to you. But if you go off and start railing at him and blind yourself and not listen, you can't hear the answer. And he's saying, it's right here, right here, but you can't hear it over your shouting. Is that too blunt? Or the loop that's in your head. Everybody, anybody ever had a loop, a thought that loops in your head? Anybody ever had a video that loops in your head? About what you did wrong or how did this happen? How could this happen? How could this happen? I prayed. I did this. You know people turn from God because of these things? I prayed for mom and she died. What happened? What happened? What happened? Where was God? And they'll see it over and they'll see it over. Who's helping them to have that loop? Satan is a liar. He's a con man. He's a deceiver. He'll tell you. Ever seen videos that they show one thing and you're like, wow, that looked like such and such happened. And then you see the behind the scenes. And you're like, that's not what happened at all. This is what happened. Well, Satan's the ultimate con man. He'll show you this and go, well, I mean, it's obvious. It's in black and white or it's in full color. It's in HD. This is what happened. God clearly did not come through for you. And what you don't see is all the stuff that's outside the frame that God was doing this and this and Satan was actually Mickey Mousing with certain things and people were failing or people didn't listen and God was trying to help and they pushed it off and this happened. And if you saw that as God sees, you would, you would say, oh, well, no, of course. Of course. God was completely faithful. He did way more than anybody could ever expect him to do. And this and this happened. Well, duh. Of course that would happen. But that's not what Satan will show you. He'll show you this much and get it to loop in your head. And you'll be like, God, what, what happened? What happened? I know I did this and I do it. Yeah, you might have done this, but you don't know everything. And I don't know everything. Or is it just a lost cause? No. We go to God and say, God, I know you're faithful. Can you help me? Show me. I'm listening to you. That's how we get answers. And we come up to the next place to where we understand. I've been through things where, you know, I thought, well, what happened? I thought I was believing on that. I thought this was going to happen. There was one incident when I was in the midst of going to school, or before going to school, and I went to school, and there was one class where Pastor Hagen was teaching. Actually, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a class in which we had to read a book, and I was reading through that book, and I saw something, and I said, that's what happened. 
That's what happened. And it freed me because I was feeling like I meant what happened. And I saw it and I said, ah, I won't do that again. But I could have just been like, well, God missed it. God, what? I was trying. I was doing whatever. And then the light came and I said, okay, I see. I missed it. I did the wrong thing. Oops. I won't do that again. Chalk that up. God help me. And we went on. Could it ever be that there's something we don't understand? Ever? Is there ever something that we didn't see quite right? We didn't do quite right? Is it possible that anybody in this room could ever make a mistake or be ignorant about something? Of course. So our response ought to be, God, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I don't see this quite clearly. But one thing I know, you're faithful and you love me, and even right now, where I am, you'll get me out. I know how you know how to get me to the next place, so I'm not going to waste any time saying, get mad at you, or even entertaining any thought that would say somehow you missed it. Lord, you show me where the problem is. You show me maybe it was something else, maybe it was a situation, maybe I said the wrong thing, maybe I did the wrong thing, but Lord, you help me. I know you're my answer, I'm coming to you. Help me, Lord. Then we get an answer, then we come up and we'll see God was faithful, and God was faithful, and He was faithful, and we grow. That's how we stay in the place where we'll keep growing. We'll keep going on with Him and we'll see His faithfulness. Just Somebody said it like this, when you don't know what's happening, you, haven't, you don't know exactly what's going on in the situation, stay on God's side. Stay on His side. You say, I don't understand it, but one thing I know, God, you're faithful, you'll work it out. Don't cross to their side and start saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know about God, I don't know if it's worth believing, but you just crossed over to taking sides against Him. That's never the winning side. Just a clue. God always wins. When the dust settles, He is victorious. And if we're standing with Him, what does that mean? We're victorious. You may be ignorant, I may be ignorant, but we can be ignorant on his side because he will take what you give him and make you look smart if we'll do the little bit we know to do and believe him for more. He is faithful. Amen. He's faithful today. He was faithful last week. He didn't just start showing up and being faithful in your life this week, and he didn't stop being faithful this week. He does not change. He does not change. He's the same. He's the same. Glory to God. Glory to God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 1.12 says, you have, the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. I'm ready to perform my word. I am, that means he is waiting, standing there going, you say it. You do it, I'm ready to act on it. You do it, you just say the word, you fulfill the contract. I am ready to do it. God wants to do more in your life and more in my life then we let him do sometimes. I would say all the time, we're always growing in that. It's never him withholding, it's always us 
coming up. He was ready to perform every line in his word. Always. He's ready. He's not like, oh, wait, 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 somebody acted on it. Wait, oh, Michael, get going. We're, somebody, somebody actually acted on the word. No, it's ready. You know what that means? The picture is he's, re- he's, he's ready. He's ready to, to just jump on it. You know, like you ever, there's a fly. You're waiting, you're going up, you're ready to, bam. Well, God is ready to move. He's ready. As soon as, soon as, as somebody says something, he's ready to go. Got it. I got it. Fill, fulfill that. Hey, what about that? I got it done for you, didn't I? People are like, well, God, he, he went somewhere. I don't know. No, he's ready. He's ready. Some people act, and we've all been tempted to act. Let's make sure we don't act like God has somehow went out to take a lunch break on our life. I don't know. Seems to be helping everybody else, but I don't know. What is it? This is my off month, off year. What's going on? Seems like other people are getting what they need. Where are you, God? Did my number not come up? Did you miss to do my area? You know, sometimes we, have, we get our, our driveway plowed. Then a couple times where we're like, did you forget about us? Because it's late. And we call them, nope, you're last on the list. We're coming. <laughs> okay. Just checking. That's right. That's what we act like with God. Am I still on the list? Did I fall off the list? God, where are you? See, now you may wonder that, you know, because you could have fallen off the list. They could have forgot. But God does not forget. And we don't fall off it. You know, I have a background in software. Uh, there can be bugs in programs. In fact, I will tell you there's a bug in every program that you ever use. Huh? Is that, is that right? It's not if it's going to ship with bugs, it's which bugs is it going to ship with, just so you know. And are the customer, that's not a bad confession. That just means which ones do we know about and which ones will be a hindrance. Those are the ones you kill. But you always got to make a judgment call, just so you know, behind the scenes. Got to get a witness. You've been in software too. It's true. It's not a bad confession. It's just, you know, that's why they have these updates. That's why it didn't just stay, hey, we got it. Perfect. We're going to do something else. Work on the next product. That's why you got these incremental updates, because people find stuff that were there anyway. Just better make sure it's not, you know, something where somebody knows something's going to really bad happen. That's another thing. Not talking about that stuff. We're talking about, you know, something small. Anyway. If you know the thing is going to go through, the program's going to go through every single, you know, like input and, you, and go through and do some certain processing, there's a point where you understand that if the thing is there and if it meets the conditions, it's going to happen unless some unforeseen outside thing happens. And that's what we sometimes think is, that, well, it looks like it's good, but somehow God missed it. Somehow it just didn't show up. It was like, bing, 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 whoop, sleep, bing, bing, and then it missed you. Now, that will happen with software programs, but it's, God is not a software program. 
He does not miss it sometimes, and he does not have any bugs. He does not have any defects. He does it perfectly all the time. So if something didn't happen, it is not because you fell off the list. It's not because something weird happened. It's because the, we don't know all the reasons why we see, but what we know is whatever God, God did whatever he was supposed to do. There could be somebody else missing it. Could be me. Now, what we don't say, see, people take it, well, we just don't know how God works. We just don't, you never know. That's not true. We know what he'll do, and it's not like God does one thing one day and another thing the other day. No, he is ready to do what he said he would do. He's not ready to do something that somebody made up and thinks he should do. Feels like I, he should do. God, I feel like you should really do this. So, try that with a contract that you sign with a company. It's not in the contract, but go tell them, you know what, I really feel like you should do this for me. Can anybody help me with what is the answer you're, you're going to get, likely? There could be all kinds of answers there. Going from nice and polite, diplomatic to stuff we can't say right here. Don't want to say right here. Could be some hang-ups with the phone. Uh, could be some sarcasm. Amen. Uh, God is not obligated to do all this stuff. See, people, people get their own interpretation of what God should do. Like somebody said, you know, I think Brother Hagin, uh, I've heard this several times in his recordings, maybe you have too. You know, he was uh, trying to explain something about the word to this lady. I think it was a lady at that point. Later, man, it doesn't matter. And the lady would not listen to it, and she said, no, 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 I don't, I don't believe that, I don't believe that. It's like the old song says, and started quoting a song, as if that were the truth. Rejected the Bible, actually I think it was Keith Moore that shared this. It's rejected the Bible and what God actually said he would do, and say, no, no, I don't believe that. It's like the old song says, the words, this is what I believe and started quoting what the words were, as if God should do that. Because that was truth to this person. They had heard that enough to where they believed this is how God should act, and when they didn't act like that, they were mad at God for not doing something that he never said he would do in the first place. If we applied that to human beings, somebody makes up a song about you and then expects you to abide by it, how would that go over? And then they came to you and tried to sue you. You're like, what for? Because you didn't do what was in the song I wrote about you. <laughs> and you could call the police and get them off your property pretty quick, I think. I think they would back you. you what seems to be the problem? Well, they wrote a song about me, and they're trying to you know, get in my face because I didn't do what was in the song they wrote about me. Like... You should, I wrote a song that says you should hand over your car and your kitchen table to me and I'm here to pick it up and give it to me. And you say, no, get off my property. They say, well, I'm here to make sure it happens because it's in the song. Do we have a contract? No, we don't have a contract. It's in the song. And then they're going to get mad and act like you didn't do something. Yeah, that's funny, but that's what people do with God all the time. 
well, you know, I heard this in grade school, and I always thought, you know, that it was like this with God, and I'm just mad because any loving God would do such and such. And then they're mad because God didn't do what they think he should do. That's called religion. It's not in the contract. God only does what's in the contract, and in what's in the contract, he's ready to do that. He's eager, but he's not eager to do something just somebody makes up. He is faithful to do what he said he would do. Always. Always he's faithful. Always he's faithful. Always he's faithful. Glory to God. Luke 21, 33 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. They are so much higher than our life. The word, heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will not. They're more stable. They're more sure. And if you know what his word says, you can bank on it. It's going to be here when the heaven and earth is not. And so to think somehow his word passed away in my life, uh, that's just not understanding the word. That will not happen. That will not happen. I said it will not happen. Ever. So anything we thought it did happen, it's not true. It's not true. It's a lie. It's a, it, everybody say it was a lie. It's not true. God is always faithful. Always faithful. He's always faithful. He's always faithful. He is always faithful. Praise God. Praise God. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever. He's the same. So if he was faithful yesterday, he will be faithful today. If he helped you yesterday and he helped you last year and he helped you five years ago, he is ready to do the same thing now. He's faithful. He didn't change. See, devil, this is one of the things he'll tell you. Well, he's not going to come through for you this time. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. But this time, you're sunk, buddy. You're going down. Yeah, it's funny how he said, then when that comes through, he says it about the next thing. And it's always this one coming up that God's not going to be faithful. It's the same lie over and over and over. It's just the circumstances look different. And he, again, he's playing the, just the part of the video and say, see, there's no way this is happening. See this part? And he's not showing you if you could see this stuff coming over here. You would say, well, of course this is going to meet my need. Of course this is going to happen. But you can't see that. And he knows you can't see that. So he says, see, there's no way. There's nothing in that frame that shows that God is going to keep his word. What you can't see is this is happening right now. And if you just stay steady, you're on a collision course with him helping you. And boom. And then if you see the last few minutes of that video, you see it happening. And that becomes history. And you can look back to that and say, see, God was coming through the whole time. And now you can see clearly. And now you're like, well, of course he was coming. And it was obvious because this was happening and this was happening. It's obvious. And then Satan will say, oh, yeah, that was obvious. But what about this? And they'll start it over again. Same thing. If God was faithful to you yesterday, he is faithful to you today or else he's ne neither one. Because he doesn't change. He doesn't have a hiccup. 
He doesn't have something that just where he didn't perform his word. Galatians 2.6, I know we didn't turn to anything, we'll just read this last one. It says, but from those who had seemed to be something, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God shows personal favoritism to no man. He shows personal favoritism to no man, no woman, no person. He does not favor one person over another. If you ever hear the thought that says, well, he helped so-and-so, but he won't help me, lie, 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 lie. Because that would violate Scripture. God is faithful to His Word and faithful to the contract, and whoever enters into that contract and acts on the contract by the blood of Jesus and by what He has done is qualified to receive what the contract says, and God is standing by assuring and ready to make it good. God stands behind His Word. The, the power that holds up the universe stand be, stands behind making His Word good in your life. We talk about certain companies or certain people uh, with resources standing behind a contract to make it good. Well, how do I know that'll be performed? Because X, Y, and Z is behind it. This many millions or billions of dollars is behind it. These are the resources. The resources that stand behind the contract of the Word of God is God Himself and all the resources of heaven, the Almighty that upholds the, the universe, that creates planets and creates galaxies, upholds keeping His Word in your life. There is no higher guarantee than that. It's not what you see. It's not what you can sense. It's not what you see in the frame. It's the fact that His Word and His resources back up that Word and He's ready to perform it and it is happening right now with whatever you're believing. He's faithful. He's faithful. Glory to God. Why don't you stand to your feet?